everybody, and welcome to the newest indoor adventure in Rime of the Frost Maiden Part 19, The Secret of the Dark Duchess. Not to be confused with our last session that was, we thought, also named The Secret of the Dark Duchess, which we later renamed The Search of the Dark Duchess. It's fine! Today is May 16th, 2021, and you are loved. It is a very important thing that we like to remind each and every single one of our viewers and listeners at the beginning of each and every single one of these games. If this is your first time joining us, you can go to youtube.com slash indoor adventures to check up on all of the VODs of each of the games that we have played up until this point, including full playthroughs of Curse of Stride, Ghost of Salt Marsh, Waterdeep Dragon Heist, Tomb of Annihilation, Tyrant Security, and many, many more to come. Uh, or if you're more of an audio cast inclined individual, you can also find us anywhere audio casts are made available for free under the same moniker. And speaking of things that are being made available for free, if you go to patreon.com slash indoor adventures, you can check up on our after show called Nights in the Courtyard, where we answer questions not only from each other, but also from the community. So if you have any questions for myself or any of these other fine folk, feel free to join us on our discord. You can find the link in the Twitch chat to the side or in the description of this video or audio cast down below. Again, feel free to ask us any of the questions that you have during the show, and we will do our best to respond in kind. But if you already support us on Patreon, you already support us on YouTube and Twitch and Twitter and all of those other places, and you're trying to think to yourself, where can I go to help support this wonderful cast and crew even more? Guess what, buddy? I got your back. Quite literally, in fact, because if you go to indooradventure.redbubble.com, we got t-shirts, we got posters, we got mugs, we got crop tops, throw pillows, clocks, aprons, shower curtains, and we also have Tia masks. That's right, we have face masks with the symbol of Tiamat upon them, done up by our very own Cyberwolf1201. Where all of the proceeds of said masks end up going to help support Doctors Without Borders. So if you would like to help support a good cause or possibly help support the show, feel free to, again, go to indooradventure.redbubble.com. That is indooradventure, no S at the end, .redbubble.com. But that is it for my opening spiel. So, hey Satan, who are you playing today? Hey everyone, my name is Satan, and today I'll be playing Kuori, the Goliath fighter, and we both use she-they pronouns. Oh, hi, everybody. It's me, Liz Mack, and I'm back this week playing Lydia, our sweet bean rock gnome cleric. We both use she, her pronouns. I am the indoor adventurer, and tonight I shall be playing as Hart, the wood elf druid. And I have a new set of antlers for all you people watching on the video cast. We both use he, her. Graybeard of Graybeard's Tavern, and tonight I'll be playing Westloy Bumblebrook. Uh, halfling phantom rogue and he and i both use he him hey everybody i'm wings also known as danae keener i'm your dm for tonight uh i use she her pronouns let's just get right into it we bow to she who wears the crown let the world shiver with dread clad in winter's whitest gown her snow enshrouds the dead I believe when we left off last time, uh, Kwari left us with the chilling revelation that uh, the Duragar had already found the Dark Duchess. Uh, coming into the Duragar's camp, uh, you find empty beds. Uh, however, digging through it, you're able to find uh, a, a number of different uh, items uh, uh, of some value. Um, you can find five scrimshaw objects, each worth uh, 25 GP, uh, a potion of climbing, a potion of healing, and a first level spell scroll of hellish rebuke. 
Um, and in the chat, I believe I got a question from Satan as to whether or not Kaori can use scrolls. I'm willing to say that yes, Kaori can use scrolls. I, I think that um, in fifth edition, you are limited by your class as to what scrolls you can use. I feel like that's dumb. Um, so we're going to homebrew specifically for this game uh, that at least Kawori can use every scroll because Kawori is very smart and-, uh, and I'm smart. I said so, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, when we last left off, uh, you all were trying to take out a Doragar camp before they found the Dark Duchess, but uh, it seems to have all been for naught as uh, it appears that they already have. What is your next move? Find the Duragards, find the boat, take out Duragards. Right. Got it? Good. Yeah, I, you know, I say we skip the planning this time. That was a really good plan, and I'm really upset that it didn't work. I'm very upset that I used one of my spells, yes. But they, uh... This is true, but... <laughs> <laughs> you know, we kind of work best when we're flying by the seat of our pants, I believe is the term. Um, so let's just find them. Let's find the boat and figure out from there what we're going to do. The can I, mm, would I be able to make like a survival check to see if I can see any footprints leading off anywhere? Do it. Yeah. Guidance. Thanks. So that was not good. <laughs> you get out of D4. Uh, nine. <laughs> All right. Uh, it has snowed recently. And while you can see that within the camp, uh, it is well-trodden. Um, all of the snow is fairly well packed down by dwarven boots. Um, they do go off into several different directions uh, and are quickly covered over by the snow. So we want to find the Duchess. Is that, I mean, try yes. to race there? Yes. And Do you know what it is? Wesley throws back his cloak and bows, as you wish. And he... I like this guy. <laughs> ...trods off in a direction towards the Duchess. Mm, okay. Uh, and as Wesley uh, makes a beeline for the Duchess, uh, Kawori, you are actually able to see in certain areas uh, the snowfall was not as heavy. Uh, and you can see that there is quite a number of dwarven boots heading in that same direction uh, that will, like, every now and then, like, a snow drift will kind of, like, uh, slope away, and you will see a bunch of dwarven footprints, uh, and then another snow drift will have covered them over mm -hmm. again. Uh, it would have been very difficult for you to track them on your mm -hmm. own. Um, and you suspect that... Wesloy isn't tracking them either. He he knows where the Duchess is, and he's going straight for it. Mm. Squints in sus. 
Um, but uh, Corey will tell the group because I think Wesley had said last game that there were at least like a, a mining group's worth. I don't know how much that is. Maybe 12, we said. Um, so <laughs> she's like, there's going to be a lot of them. They're going to be invisible. So get ready. Okay, um, well, I can, I can definitely help with the invisible part. Um, and as soon as we are within range, I'm gonna cast see invisibility. Mm, I like that. Um, <laughs> as soon as we're within range, I'm gonna use my side crystal to, to determine where these invisible creatures are because I can do that. <laughs> Oh, love it. So saith the rules. <laughs> so saith we all. Um, I have a question. Are there any conversations that occur in uh, the hour or so it takes to get to the Duchess? Okay, that has to be real specific on time because I'm still in my wild shape that lasts for two uh... hours. So is it an hour or is it so? Because that depends <laughs> if I have to use another wild shape. Sure, I'll say an hour. Okay. Yeah, I'm still starry form. Okay. Is is starry form part just kind of gliding with us, like the tip of his feet just kind of <laughs> dragging through the snow anime style? Um, That's how he walks. No. He walks with his own with his own two feet, at least for now. Um Does I think it's like level ground? ten or something like that that I get a fly speed, but um, yeah. It's a hover speed. But yeah, right now it's just like it's more walking with purpose rather than um, yeah. like hovering. He's he's gliding in the same sense that you would if you were like a queen, like uh, amongst her subjects. Yes. <laughs> I say I he. I, I say he walks with the weight of a galaxy. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's the Terminator walk, right? Like, yeah. Exactly. Purpose. Um, I I think like during this time, Lydia will probably sneak to the front uh, and just sort of keep pace with Wesloy. Um, so you seem, I, I you seem to know exactly where where we're going. Um, are you familiar with this ship more so than we are? Any information that you have will help. I, be I believe it's been two weeks, so mm -hmm. I think we'd established that Wesloy was the sole survivor. Yeah, was the sole survivor of the <laughs> of the Duchess. So if not, he will still reiterate that in this moment. To, right. You know. So sorry, it has uh, been. It has been. Two I know. I know. I couldn't remember really either. I'm like, weeks. wait a minute. Um, uh, it's been so, two yeah. weeks since we played D D. <laughs> exactly. Um, then I think Lydia will just like um, ask Wesley about his time on the Duchess, but not necessarily what he was doing. Just do you do you have any like really fun memories or tales from when you were at sea? These walks through the snow can get a little treacherous, and I'm okay. a big fan. Um, yeah, so he'll just basically begin talking about sea life and how it was uh, 
how being the cook uh, aboard a, 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 a naval, not naval, um, a merchant vessel can be, you live in smoke and, and darkness, but you eat good. And, and he goes to like pat his belly, but there's no belly because, well, it's, it's lean times. And so he's like, yeah, I mean, you get exotic spices and you get to make things, you know, that other people don't ever get to taste. It's, it's, it's an interesting, a good life, a good life. You, I can't, I, I would not complain except for being frozen in the ice here and, you know, being forced to wander the snowy wastes. And he kind of smiles abashedly. And, uh, What's your favorite thing that you cooked on the ship? Oh, well, I, I do indeed, as I've discussed with Hart, I, I do indeed love a good pie. And, uh, and he'll... <laughs> He'll start the litany of like the Bubba Gump shrimp thing with about pies, blueberry and strawberry, rhubarb, <laughs> you know. And but he'll at some point realize that he can go on for a long time with that, and and uh, he'll say, but "Why? Excuse me, I don't mean to prattle on. I, what is it that uh, you enjoy when you're not searching for your brother?" Um, I miss my mom's cooking. She makes the absolute best potato and fish stew. I know it's so simple and like for that to be someone's favorite meal and you've had all these exotic spices and foods and delicacies, but I don't know. My mom does this thing too where she bakes fresh bread and then serves it in the bread. Bread on bowl. Special occasions. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> his stomach crumbles. <laughs> Even though he's had good berry, it's still just, you know, bread bowl soup just sounds amazing. And he says, well, you know, it, that was obviously made with, you know, the secret ingredient. And he says, lard. Um, <laughs> and then he laughs at his own joke. Um, yeah, and then... Um, yeah, and he'll he'll give uh, he'll he'll pipe up louder so like the group can hear, mm -hmm. and he'll kind of give a description of the the ship the last way he saw it, uh, just so you kind of get a layout of of you know what's sticking out of the ice and what we're we're uh, what we should find. Well, Wesley, if you're ever in, in Toronto, Maine, after all of this is said and done. We'll have a bread bowl of potato and fish stew for you. You're always welcome. Um, but for now, let's get you back to your ship and get those who don't belong off of it. Can you give me a heads up when we're about 15 minutes away? I, I want to make sure that I can see anyone who's hiding. And uh, voice in the sky, do I, I, I know the terrain well enough to be able to, to time that? That's the thing. Uh, yeah. The terrain is almost always changing. Yeah, that's uh, ever ever so slightly over time. Um, okay. These these ice flows are are very gradually grinding uh, against each other. But you've noticed uh, in all the times that you've come back to check on this place, 
um, it has been moving slower and slower and the sea of moving ice has frozen more and more like further and further off of the shore. Mm. Um, but uh, I'm sorry, what was the question? <laughs> uh, uh, would I know enough to give them a timed warning as we're closing in? Yeah, Okay. I, I think All so. Right. Because you have been here very recently. No. Um, <laughs> so like, uh, I don't know, I imagine you probably, in my mind's eye says that you say something dramatic and then you crest over a hill uh, and then you see it. Um, I don't know. Do we have a, do we have a one-liner for Wes Loyas <laughs> as he approaches the ship? I think we do, which is, Babars, thank you so much for the sub. GB, Woo! would you like to show what happens when people subscribe or follow on this channel while you're here? When I'm here, uh, I take this mall and I hit that guy in the face. It's a good ball. Nice. Bong. That's just for you. Uh, I guess Wesley would, uh, <laughs> as they were cresting said hill or whatever, he would like look back at Quarry like she's too tall um, with a bit of panic, and mm -hmm. and he'll make the like scouty motion like low, you know, lower yourselves. We're almost there. The the game is afoot. We are about, almost nearly upon them. And he looks at, at Hart, and Hart doesn't have obvious eyes, right? There is, uh, so normally Hart's right eye is the one that's, like, wounded over that he can't see out of. But when he's in yeah. Burning Star mode, it looks like a meteor just kind of, like, okay. hanging right. out. Trailing off of his face. All right. Yeah, and he looks he looks Hart in the meteor and <laughs> just, uh, uh, says something along the lines of, uh, Let's try not to make our presence known before we have to. Um. Okay. Uh, and as you say that, um, four heads go peeking up over the hill, uh, and you see the sea of moving ice stretching out before you, uh, a featureless frozen desert. Uh, ahead, the smooth white surface is interrupted by a towering ship its exterior covered in frost. Uh, the wood of the Dark Duchess is very dark, almost black. Um, and it is, it is really, <laughs> she, she, is, she is up to her waist in ice, uh, I have to say. Um, there, it, it has deteriorated over the years, um, but she's still as beautiful as ever. Um, this large, three-masted, uh, just wonderful, instrument of maritime uh, travel and um, transport. Um, as you start to get a little bit, well, okay, well, first of all, you guys are looking for danger. Uh, and I also have sea invisibility up, just as a heads up. Yes, yes, I remember. Um, looking about, uh, you see no movement on the ice surrounding the ship. Um, you do see, um, some disturbances in the snow coating the ice, uh, something that looks like uh, claws. And uh, likewise, you see something that looks like boots sticking out of the snow um, and very dwarven boots at that. But aside from that, not much else. I think that we should approach as quietly as possible, as Wesley instructed. But um, there's 
there's some boots sticking up out of the snow there. I don't know if this is a heart situation where someone's buried underneath the snow or if they're waiting. It's just... Do you want me to stomp on it to see if they're alive? Uh, uh, maybe not stomp on it. That might be very uh, loud, but... Um, I could stab it. That's also very drastic. Uh, wait, no, we have to... Pulls out sword. I leave it to your best judgment. Um, but for now, I think that we should try to be as quiet as possible. Um, additionally, is it like nighttime still? Like pitch black? So, yeah, you can even see the uh, the lights uh, that Oral uh, weaves every each and every night. Um, just kind of this curtain of greens and blues uh, that honestly casts this eerie glow down onto the ice. Um, I specifically noted last time that while we were enacting our previous plan, I used my Eyes of Night ability to make sure that everyone had dark vision. Um, yes. So that is for eight hours. So that's still uh -huh. up. Um, uh, I'm going to try and use my side crystal to see if I can sense any thoughts nearby. Uh, uh, it's 120 feet. 120 feet? Does it work through? Um, I would love to it... know. Uh, okay. Uh, does it work through wood? Ah, it doesn't. Wood, I think, doesn't block it fully. I'm pretty sure lead does, though. Any any amount of lead will block it fully. And yeah. two feet of um, natural, like, wood or rock will block it. Like, but it has to be two feet thick. Okay. If I remember correctly. Um, how close are you to the ship? Um, at least 120 feet, maybe. Okay. Let's start there. I'll buy that. <laughs> I get within range. Yep. Um, okay. Uh, you, as you approach, uh, and like, uh, I, I imagine Quarry's a very methodical person, uh, a very scientific person, and like the scientific yes. method is very strong in their mind. So they've uh, been able to suss out exactly what the range of their psi crystal is. Um, and as they approach, um, like they're looking off into the distance and they're like, okay, that boot is now within range uh, yeah. and you get nothing. Um, and you get a little bit closer um, and you get a couple of blips on the inside. Um, you get surface thoughts, right? It's the Aquaman, like, <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah. Um, you, it, it's mostly panic. You're, it's not really words, mostly. It's just, mm -hmm. it's just panic that you're getting back. I will let my team know, like, there's something up. They're panicking. I only get a few blips, though. Those boots are dead, by the way. It's fine. By, by the way, um, what was it that you all were looking for on the Duchess? Corey? The cargo that it was holding. Hmm. It's very important and it could be very, very bad in the wrong hands. Well, I mean, 
it's very bad in any hands. That's why you have to wear gloves when you handle it. Duly noted to both both of you. <laughs> That's good information. Well, apparently, and it's like just natural state. It's, it's fine. It's it, it absorbs magic, but there is a bit of it. <laughs> she says like she says this quietly. <laughs> There's a bit mm. of it that's been uh, perverse by demonic magic, so it, go, it makes you go crazy. Also, great information. Thank you very much. <laughs> I don't know if this is the same one. It might be because, wow, are they really panicking in there? <laughs> Closer you get. Um, does does the uh, Psy Crystal, I really should know this. Uh, does the Psy Crystal like give you individual blips? Like, does it tell you um, how many there are? It's just the same power of like. Or is it, it's or is it just like soup? I would imagine it's like blips because it specifically says you can like find the location of like invisible creatures. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like with All right. it. So so on, on the Kawari radar, uh yeah. you get four blips. On the ship. Four blips. Okay. Not uh, the cat kind, not the cute ones. Lydia is gonna take a moment and she's not like, she purposefully is, like, looking through her bag or something and not looking at anyone. Um, and she's going to use her telepathy to speak to Hart and just ask while he's in starry form and just say, Hey, Hart, um, you doing okay? Trying to speak to Hart while he's in burning star mode mm -hmm. is like opening the door to an oven. Like you can feel power, like literally, it's it's like you can feel the heat on your face, and like there's a kind of like a dull hum coming from inside. No thoughts, head empty. <laughs> I'm just gonna write a few things down and don't mind me. Okay, experiment completed. Mm -hmm. But I don't hear any words, just, you know, I open the oven door and the cookies you're are not finished. This is, this is like speaking to him. Like you're, you're, you're basically talking into the oven. You'd really have to get your head in there to hear. I think, uh, I think we I all know it's bad to put your head in an oven. I think I will not Hansel and Gretel this at this moment in time. <laughs> um, Maybe on like a long rest situation, but like that's what I that. There's this whole thing. There's a ship. <laughs> so, as a side, just as a quick side note, I've had it written down to try and use detect thoughts on heart or telepathy on heart while he's in Burning Star since like the fight where my dad and Lucas were still on the show. <laughs> it just keeps not being an opportunity. So I'm like, he's in the form. We're not in battle. I'm a, I'm a do it. So, okay. Thank you. Interesting. Interesting. Um, as you get closer, uh, you can see that there are more than just those boots hanging around. Um, I'll say that uh, Wesloy kind of trips over um, what appears to be a, a pickaxe. Um, you come across several other uh, mining materials um, just sort of half buried in the snow. And amongst those materials, you also start to find bodies. Um, there are a good number of dead and dismembered Duragar out here. And as you, like, I, I imagine, like, Kuori kind of, like, comes over and, like, pulls on a boot. Um, and, it's like... It's just the leg! 
just just yeah just the just the lower half of a dwarf comes out of the snow um and like as you're processing that um slowly put hear, it back <laughs> you hear a loud thumping and creaking coming from inside the hold of the ship uh followed by the guttural snarls of some sort of creature uh the ship is not as abandoned as it appeared the moon's haunted <laughs> 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 uh, go ahead and give me those stealth checks um, yeah. that I never asked for before. Did you know I have disadvantage on stealth checks? <laughs> Guidance on Corey. Oh, no. Uh, okay, I'll take it. Uh, but I've rolled pretty well, actually. Uh, 20. Okay. That's a five, champ. <laughs> oh. Oh, burning a star. Terminator walk. It's fine. At 21 <laughs> for Lydia. Okay. Oh, 22, actually. Ooh. Wesley? Um, mucho mas. Uh, 29. All right. Um, I'm, I'm calling this a, uh, a group check. Um, <laughs> since everybody else did so darn well. Um, how does Burning Star almost fail this check, and how does the rest of the group scramble to cover it for him? Um, I... Yeah. So, I think that, like... They hear the creaking from the ship, and the head just sort of, like, turns towards it. Magic just starts, like, forming around him for, like, a magic <laughs> missile. Like, all right, like, clearly this is it. <laughs> and, like, just getting ready to blast, and you have to, like, put your hand on his shoulder or something. And just like, no, 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 I'm gonna take your silence as a yes. <laughs> I'm gonna take you not shooting <laughs> magic missiles. Yes. Um. Okay. Uh, you can hear more scratching and thumping, uh, Kawori. If you're if if you if you keep your um nope. the, your line open, uh, yeah. like the 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 panic kind of swells in uh, response to that. Let's see if this thing was going to take the Duragard out first. Do I get like a blip that's different? Like, because I can hear the scratching and you said roaring as well, the screech. Um, it needs a intelligence of at least four. Three. Three? Of at least three. Well, then I need to correct myself and say that there is, yes, a different uh, blip. Let me, let me double check before... Uh, um... Before I tell you exactly, it says uh, a free or, or uh, if the show if the creature you choose has an intelligence of three or lower or doesn't speak any languages, the creature is unaffected. But it doesn't say I can't detect it. Well, well, I guess yeah. No, I I'm, I'll put it this way: the creature is not unaffected. So you get four blips and then a fifth one. What does the fifth one uh, feel like? What's the, huh? what's the fifth one thinking about? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, it's shouting expletives in giant, mostly. I can speak giant. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it seems frustrated about not being able to get through a door. Uh, so there's some, probably a giant in there. Um, Wesley, would you know a, a 
secret way onto the ship? Like, is there a way that we can climb up in the, the captain's quarters? Or do, do you all have like a little hidey hole entrance or something? L- uh, let Wesloy? me think. Yeah, Wesloy. <laughs> um, <laughs> Hi there, Wesloy. It's me, the voice in the sky. Um, <laughs> you know that there's no way onto the ship aside from climbing. Uh, it's very slippery and difficult. Um, like the lowest point on the ship uh, from the ice to the to the railing is 10 feet. Um, fortunately for your buddies, it seems they came well, equip- well equipped uh, as they all have a bunch of climbing tools. Um, they'd be able to get up there fairly easily, uh, though they will need to have another stealth check to not um, alert whatever is in there. As for the captain's quarters... That remains, that that has been, like, locked since the day you left it. Um, and it has only, um, like, gotten more difficult to get into since, because it's it's been freezing over uh, layers and layers of ice. Um, it would be quite difficult to get into the captain's quarters. Okay. Now, it would appear that we are going to have to climb. Or, you know, it... He, like, kind of bows to Corey. Corey could, um, you know, huck me up there. And I'll attach a rope. Um, okay, she just grabs him by the scruff of the... <laughs> just immediately. Because I only weigh, like, 40 pounds, all told. Lydia, Lydia you know? said, let's stop playing, so I'm just going with what I'm being told. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, one of Corey's favorite things to do is to throw it's people throw who are people. smaller than her. Yeah. <laughs> She's oh, a very yeah. smart person, but it's the simple things in life that bring her joy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Right. So, so Kawori throws you, and then Westloy, um, <laughs> you land at the top. Uh, give me a stealth check to land uh, cat-like and quietly. Uh, rolled an eight, so nineteen. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it took you road. by su- <laughs> took you by surprise, but uh, you know you're good at this. Um, so y- you land and slip a little bit, uh, but you like slide in such a way that like you you like basically lower yourself onto the deck, uh, and then you like crawl over and like throw down a rope and steady it. Uh, the rest of you are able to climb up. Meanwhile, um, there is more sounds of uh, clawing and snarling and uh, wood being scratched and splintered. You uh, reach the So main far, deck. so good. <laughs> yep, so far, so good. Uh, you reach the main deck, uh, and Westloy always, uh, as you left it, if only uh, a little bit more coated in ice, um, to towards the back of the ship, uh, where you know the captain's quarters would be. Um, that door is indeed coated with ice as you left it. Um, and towards the middle of the deck, uh, there is a gigantic hole um, that like, has, seems to have fallen out of the main deck and just fallen directly into the ship itself. Um, the sounds of snarling and uh, violence uh, are coming from the stairs leading down into the hold. 
Lydia will sort of sneak up to sort of see what Westloy is seeing uh, and then try to stealthily peer down the stairs to see if I can get eyes on you want me to throw you too? <laughs> We're already at the top. We're already at the top. Oh. <laughs> I thought that rope had been thrown out. <laughs> Corey's just on a throwing screen. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Oh, okay. You get uh, to be thrown and you get to be thrown. Everybody's getting <laughs> I just this imagine... is one hundred percent a sport that like the Goliaths would come up with too. Oh, absolutely. Uh, oh, yeah. Can we put uh, for nights in the courtyard, uh, Ender? Can you write down uh, throwing gnomes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was also gonna say, isn't there that Scottish sport that's literally throwing really heavy stuff very far? Like it's not like shot fiber toss. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A log. Yeah. Indeed. Um... Uh, Lydia, give me a stealth check as you peer down these stairs. I have advantage on those because I got my new boots. My sneaky boots. It was not great. Nine. Nine. Okay. Uh, Lydia, you creep towards uh, those stairs. Um, and as you uh, like begin to like peer down into the darkness, um, you do that thing where like you miss the first step um like like no. misjudge where the first step is yeah. so your foot just kind of like slides off the first one and like like s like smacks into the second step down uh and there's like a a, a sound a, a hollow sound of wood and also like a little bit of cracking ice uh and the uh creature down in the darkness uh kind of like stops what it's doing and you hear like a, a questioning like mm -hmm. <laughs> Shaggy. <laughs> <laughs> um, out of the darkness, uh, climbing up the stairs, um, you hear um, uh, footsteps that uh, are followed by splintering of wood with each step. Uh, and like a kind of a crackling sound that follows. Uh, and as it uh, gets close enough for your dark vision to sort of proc it, um, you see a clawed, hairy foot uh, kind of come up the stairs a little bit, uh, splinter the wood, uh, and then you see frost just sort of spider web out onto the wood from it. Uh, and then you see a claw come up and slam down onto the wood uh, from a humanoid-looking creature, equally uh, sharp, each equally hairy. Uh, and then that arm follow, or rather, um, you, your eyes follow up uh, a, a big, meaty, muscly arm, uh, just this patchwork of fur, uh, and up to some hairy shoulders and a, uh, a quite ugly face. Um, with a downward hooked fleshy nose, um, sort of tusks that like poke out uh, from a prodigious um, protruding lower jaw and um, some pointy, uh, almost bat-like ears and just these glowing red eyes as a ice troll uh, peers up at you with malice. Time for uh, some initiative. Question. Oh no. Voice in the sky. Would no. I still have had those uh, other four bleep blips in my radar? Or are they just gone? 
They're still there. Okay. Uh, that would be a three from Lydia. Okay. Uh, a fifteen. 12. Three from Lydia. She's oh. real scared. Fifteen from Hart. And then twelve from Kawari, right? Yes. Twelve from Kawari. What do I got for Wesloy? A two. A two. All right. No, twenty-two. Uh, twenty-two. Twenty-two. Sorry. <laughs> That's a very I, different number. I, I, I yeah, can't you... roll a two. <laughs> It's plus, literally impossible. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Sure enough. Um, so, uh, since this combat is going to be occurring on some icy stairs, uh, I'm going to say if you are on the stairs, you're going to need to make me an acrobatics uh, check. Or uh, let's call it a deck save. Uh, you're going to have to make me a deck save to not fall uh, onto the stairs and then, you know, like wacky hijinks ensue. Uh, at the top of the round, we have Wesloy. Um, Lydia is at the top of some stairs, uh, and you can hear something large uh, and scary approaching. Uh, so Wesloy will uh, sweep across and, with, with consent, will snatch Lydia out of there. <laughs> and, um, and, and snatched. Yeah. Uh, Save me, Wesley. You're my only hope. Yeah, and and if viable during that situation, he'll huck a bag of a, th a thousand ball bearings down the stairs. Um. Oh, I love it. Yes, do it. Uh, what is what? What is it that uh, ball bearings do? Uh, they make it difficult terrain, <laughs> and uh, I will look to see if they have further effect. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's something very similar to having to walk on ice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ball bearings, where are you? Oh no, it's not listed here. It's in my backpack. Um, yep, Ball not listed here. Bearings. It's in the backpack. Uh, a creature moving across the covered area must succeed on a DC oh, 10 dexterity saving throw or fall prone. Oh, a creature moving through the area at half speed doesn't need to make the save. All right, cool. Got it. Uh, that'll come up on its turn. Yep. Yeah, and uh, I just want to get us out of the way of the door so if there's ice, ice breath or cone of cold or anything like that, we don't get blasted. Nice. Uh, I imagine you do this at all in one swift movement. Uh, you just kind of like squeak in front of uh, Lydia, do like a, a little a little two-step to like sort of sweep mm -hmm. her out of the way, uh, yeah. throw those ball bearings down there, and then like turn around just like, go, 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 go. <laughs> out of the way. All right. Uh, heart. Um, so we see the big nasty. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um... I'm gonna cast Flaming Sphere. Okay. And just kind of like place it right behind the creature. Uh, mm -hmm. and then have it like go into its back so its only way out is up towards us. Okay. So it then on the casting of the flaming sphere, it needs to make a dexterity save. It's looking for a 14. Okay. 14. Yeah. Uh, I don't think a three's gonna make it. That ain't it, Chief. Uh, it's gonna take four points of fire damage off of 2d6. 
All right, doesn't like that. I did not. Not either. one it's okay. bit. Uh, and then as a bonus action, because I was in archer form, uh, I get to make a ranged attack with it uh, with a celestial blast. That is. Does an 11 hit? It does not. All right, cool. Moving on. It just bounces off of its thick hide. Yeah, and Hart just stays next to Quarry. Okay. Uh, Quarry, it's your turn. Uh, hmm. Do I want to use magic? Probably. Um, so... Is neither Lydia or Wesla are in the way, right? Anymore? Nope, they moved. Cool. Um, I'm going to cast Chromatic Orb mm. at this motherfucker. Um, so uh, does a I got I got big dice, so now I can actually see the numbers. So I'm very happy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can't do math. Uh, <laughs> it's not that hard. 18. 18? Yes. Does that hit? It certainly does. Okay. Let's see some damage. I don't want to do more mental math, so I'm going to do the damage <laughs> on... <laughs> oh, no. Uh, that's fine. Uh, 13 fire damage, because I'm going to use okay. fire. Because uh, ice and fire. Um so well, she's going to create a, a hand, uh, a small bead of, of what first is frost, then turns into a burning white fire, and it just shoots directly into this uh, creature. All right. Uh, well, there's fire down the stairs and fire up the stairs. And, uh, you know, trolls don't like fire. I can tell you that. Um <laughs> He, he seems to be having quite a bad time. You can see Ember's uh, live coals just kind of nesting in his fur, uh, and he shrieks in pain. Uh, Lydia, it's your turn, if Corey has nothing else. Uh, no, that was my whole action. I don't have anything as a bonus action yet, so that's me. Um, Lydia will uh, firstly like put her hand on Wesley's um, shoulder as like a, a thank you and also to steady herself a little bit. Um, and she's going to peer through. I imagine we have come up the stairs and like moved around the little banister that would go down the stairs and she'll peer through. Inspired mm -hmm. by being on the ship, she removes her bell from her um, pocket of components and Everyone is used to her ringing the bell and it sounding like an old creaking ship when we are in fact on an old creaking ship. So it blends into the environment to the point where Lydia is almost worried it doesn't work, but she is going to cast Toll the Dead and I need a wisdom saving throw from our trolley friend um, and it needs to be to 15 wisdom. Okay. Well, he got a 17 despite everything. Despite <laughs> It in fact... I'll Lydia is unsure if the bell actually worked because she couldn't hear it. It sounded like the ship and nothing seemed uh, to happen. Yep, you you uh, you ring that bell um, and all you see are just like these two glowing eyes like embers just crawling out of the smoke towards you. Um, and as it does so, it's going to slip on the ball bearings. So it's going to do that deck save. 
Uh, that's a nine. That doesn't beat a ten. He falls prone. He goes sliding all the way down. So he looks real scary right up until the moment where um, like his legs go out from under him and he just like slide half slides, half tumbles uh, down these stairs. Uh, and you hear a meaty crunch as he uh, connects with the wall at the bottom. Uh, Wesloy, I'd like you to give me... Um, 2d6 of bludgeoning damage for him. Does he crush any other people, luckily for us? No? Okay. I have that right here. Haha! I'll just roll that. 10. All right. Thank you. All right. Well, unfortunately, um, well, you only used some of his movement. <laughs> He'll get up and try again. Uh, this uh, time, I point, point of order. Did he slide down through the burning flaming sphere? You know and what? Does he, he have to? Okay. <laughs> uh, what happens when he slides through the flaming sphere, Hart? Well, uh, is he prone when he's falling? Yes. All right. Cool. So um, he still needs to. Let me see. It needs to make a dexterity saving throw, but I think if you're prone, you have disadvantage on those. Right? Sure. I think so. Let me check. Conditions, prone, disadvantage on attack rolls, only movement. No. Um, there's no... It can still do a standard dexterity save uh, anyway. Gotcha. So. Doesn't um, help him at all since he got a three. Again, yay. Wow, that is five extra points of fire damage. Mm, he hates that. Getting there. All right. Um, he kind of like shakes his head uh, and gingerly uh, rises to his feet. Uh, and instead of using his attack, he will double move and carefully uh, go up the stairs, um, avoiding the uh, ball bearings. Um, and that's basically going to be happening throughout the rest of this turn, uh, is that you all are just like peppering him with like uh, spells and attacks and such as he slowly makes his way up the stairs. Uh, let's see Wesley. Snuck up on me there. Um, all right. Ooh. I am not much of a ranged individual. Because all I have is a sling. Um, no one, no one's in contact with him. Um, yeah, I'll just I'll just huck a sling bullet. Uh, twenty four hit. Definitely. Oh, good, 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 good. And seven points of damage. All right. Anything else for you? Um, no. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I uh, it, yeah. Uh, wait, I can hide. That uh, way, I can uh, snack attack him next time. That's right. Even if somebody isn't next to him. Oh my god. 
right. I rolled a one, so that's a 12. <laughs> Unfortunately, his passive perception is 12. <laughs> so it's the only situation where he would have been able to see you. All right. Uh, I think I'm hiding. This is going to be unfortunate. Bad. <laughs> okay. Um, Hart, it's your turn. Okay. Uh, Hart is going to let loose some, uh, a set of magic missiles for a total of nine points of damage. And then as a bonus action, he just makes like a beckoning motion with his hand as the flaming sphere creeps up towards the back of this troll and just starts burning into it. He needs to make another dexterity save. Okay. That's uh, a 12. Okay. That still fails. Okay. Finally. Finally a seven. That is Yay. the exact median for 2d6. We got there. <laughs> Oh, it's like me trying to roll hit po or hit dice. Um, okay, anything else for you? No, that was action and bonus action. Nice. Uh, so he's like slowly making his way up the stairs. A sling bounces off of his shoulder. Uh, the <laughs> the flaming sphere is crawling up his back, uh, really just kind of making him look more and more like a demon crawling its way out of hell towards you. Uh, Kawori, it's your turn. Uh, I'm going to use my movement to go up to the guy or gal, you know, we don't know, or neither. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm actually going to, uh, with a flurry and frost, uh, her, uh, short sword is going to appear, or long sword actually, it's going to appear in her hand. She's going to attack twice. I can do that now. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Fifteen? That does not hit. <gasps> Your sword clangs off of its stone. Twenty-three. That'll definitely hit. I I imagine Corey like swings her sword and it bounces off of him. And then yeah. like, you know, she just kinda like gives him a look like, hmm, and then stab. <laughs> yeah. Uh it's seven points of damage from the sword. Uh, she's kind of doing like a, a bit of a barricade between the group and uh, her party members, but still enough so they can see it and like not block their direct line of sight. Gotcha. But they asked me. All I right. Have two weapons. Uh, Lydia, it is your turn. Oh, hi. Uh, Lydia will once again, she'll, she'll like flip over her bell in her hand and find that there's like some cookie crumbs and a little bit of lint stuck in it and clean it out quickly and peer <laughs> behind the banister, in between the banister rails again and give it a good, a good shake. So I need a wisdom, uh, saving throw, please. All right. That one's an 18. It's the wisest fucking troll there ever was. I, this guy's got a minus two. <laughs> to his checks for some reason it's just the wisdom saves that he's rolling so well on me hmm trolls are usually canonically pretty dumb <laughs> well that's it for me all right um the ice troll um and kawori are in melee with one another um 
Corey, as this uh, ice troll gets closer to you, uh, you can hear the wood around him straining as it begins to freeze solid um, and a, a rime of frost uh, begins to form on every surface near it. Uh, it has a frost maiden. Nights in the courtyard about what a rhyme is. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, this thing does, in fact, have a aura of cold about it. Um, so if you I'm resistant start to your turn with it, yes, that's yeah. that's that's gonna be that's gonna be useful, hopefully. Um, here he comes. He's gonna he's gonna bite you and then slash at you. Yeah. Rude. Uh, does a twelve hit you? No. Um, his teeth just snap. Uh, as you push him with a fucking shield. Yep, exactly. Uh, and then here comes some claw attacks. The first one's a 26. Yeah. Uh, and the second one is a 19. Uh, yeah. Uh, question, okay. did we have a long rest or a short rest? I would say, uh, well, hmm. I don't know. I, I feel like I, you guys I, left pretty immediately. I started off with 34 hit points out of 49. I don't know why. But I'll you keep it. You would have rested before then, though, right? Before the actual thing? Yeah, yes. we had... A short rest, I think, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think I... We I fought we... the f frogs. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we rested. It's It's been two weeks. I think we at least took an hour to rest while we talked to Leslie. Yeah, yeah I, you guys would have at least had a short rest while you yeah. were making plans. So, I'll, I'll just... Yeah. I was gonna say I was at full HP and I don't have any of my hit die knocked off. Mm -hmm. So I think we might have taken a long rest. I think so because we waited till nighttime to yes. go to oh, the camp. That makes a okay. Lot of sense. Okay. Let's call it a long rest. Okay. Just making sure because I'm like I might I may die sooner than I thought. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but go ahead, give me those uh, damage rolls. L Lydia had cast her hut. Oh, okay. Right. Lydia's tiny hut. Right, right, right. Okay, so um, first attack is going to do uh, nine slashing damage and 12 cold damage. And you, you're the one that halves that. I yeah. give you the yeah, full yeah, amount. Yeah. Uh, and then the second attack is going to do 11 slashing damage Ow. and seven cold damage. Me too, Frankie. That is Corey right now. Ow! Yep, and I need you to make a constitution saving throw oh, as no. uh, Frost begins to spider web across your limbs where his claws has made 18. contact. Uh, you are able to resist um, his, uh, his, his, his icy claws, um, and it has little effect on you. Not looking uh, so hot, though. I think that's it for him. Uh, Wesloy, it is your turn once more. So they're at the top of the stairs. Um, they're kind of like halfway up the stairs. You guys are at the top of the stairs. Okay. All right. And the fire, the flaming sphere is directly behind the troll. Yes. Um, Question. Did the troll move away from five feet of the burning sphere at the end of its turn. No, I don't think so. Sweet, it needs to make a dexterity save. 
Okay. Uh, 12. 12 fails. Okay. Damage, please. 10 points of fire damage. Okay. That's it. <laughs> um, is there room in the stairwell for... I'm assuming not, because there's a Goliath and a troll. Uh, for Westloy to do anything but fire a sling. Can he get in there to attack? Yeah. You could you could belly up next to Kawori and get in melee if you want. Okay. And I, I can move because of my halfling nature. I can move through uh, opponent's uh, squares as long as they're a size larger than I. So I will then do that. I will slip in, stick a stick a couple of uh, good um, sword attacks. Oh, I can't do two tor uh, sword attacks. I can only do one because I have to use my bonus action to get the hell out of dodge. Gotcha. So, one short sword. 18? Yes. Okay. And... So, starting off, that's 11 points of damage. And then, um, sneak attack damage for another 12 points of damage. All right. And last but not least, you hear, you hear, you hear Wesley say, get him boys in <laughs> not Wesley's normal voice. And mm -hmm. Out of the darkness comes the, the the skeletal tattooed sailor hands to tear at the uh, troll. Ugh, only for five damage. Uh, that's necrotic damage if it matters. Understood. Um, and then bonus Knights action. In the court. Yep, to get the hell out of dodge. Uh, Knights in the courtyard for turkey jerky. Uh, can you write that down for me, Steven? Yeah, why? Thank you. I, I, I well, that's what Knights in the Courtyard is for, isn't it? <laughs> um, all right, and unfortunately, uh, it is also your turn after I've told you to do something for me. Oh, that's all right. Um, yeah, uh, I'm going to do another magic missile burst from a starry nap. <laughs> all right. Oh, God. Oh, there it is. Hey, that's not so bad. A uh, total of eight points of force damage, and then moving mm -hmm. the Flaming Sphere uh, to bump into the troll again. Uh, so it needs to make another dexterity save. All right. That's a six on its dexterity. God, it is not a very dexterous boy. That's a No, really he's also got a, he's got a minus one to his dex as well. He's Four failing points. all his dex checks. Four points. Okay. He's failing all of his dex checks, uh, but... <laughs> For some reason, it's just the wisdom that's really good. All right. Uh, anything else for you, Heart? Nope. That was it. I'm standing next to uh, Kaori. Or I guess, like, yeah, I was standing next to Kaori this whole time. So unless Kaori, like, took a step forward, he's just... Yeah, Kaori moved forward. Okay. Yeah, then Heart's, uh, like, in the inter intermediary position where it's, like, Kaori, Heart, and then uh, our, two, our two short friends. Yes. Okay. Um... Awesome. Uh, Kuori, at the beginning of your turn, you're within the cold aura, so you're going to take a number of damage. 
um, have this eight, uh, 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 eight gold damage, sorry. Uh, and then it is your turn, Corey. You are uh, muted. I, I'm I, all I literally said was I'm looking. <laughs> 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 On a scale of one to forty-nine, I'm looking at a rather sixteen. <laughs> Woohoo! Um, let's try. If you're in double digits, you're doing better than he is. Great. Why don't we try another spell? Uh, I'm going to cast Firebolt. Okay. Do I want to do math and try my luck with my hand dice, or do I want digital and blame D&D Beyond? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can always, like, listen, we've got we've got people here that will do math for you. You can just say the numbers out loud if it doesn't okay. hit you immediately. Okay. I'm going to use my uh, big number dice. Uh, no, I know this one, 20. Yeah, that'll hit. Okay, uh, 2d10 damage, uh, that's not a d10. Uh, that's not, also not a d10. Excuse me, while I, let's, okay, that's not the best. Uh, eight. <laughs> eight damage? All right. Yeah. Um, this takes him down. Uh, he, he is, uh, he's got flames licking up his back. Um, the, uh, the, the damned, uh, sailors of the, uh, Dark Duchess, uh, come crawling out of the darkness and hold him down as, uh, stars, uh, are being pelted at him from heart. Uh, and then Kawori, um, tell me how your firebolt takes him out. Uh, because they're in melee... I think what she's going to do, she's, they're very angry that they're really hurt because they have to protect their friends. So, uh, uh, instead of going with their sword or like just shooting out a, not a, a firebolt, uh, their, um, sword's going to disappear from their grasp and their hand's going to grab out their throat and just like point blank firebolt through it. Oh, nice. Yep. Uh, firebolt just goes straight through their body, leaving a charred hole where its neck used to be. Mm -hmm. uh, it hits the stairs with a meaty thud uh, and begins to roll slightly down them. We are out of initiative. Fuck this troll. I am hurting! <laughs> um, it, are, are you hurt, Corey? I... I, I, and Lydia will like reach over and cast yeah. cure wounds um, at second level. I think this would be the first time you see that that she has frost over her, but that's not her frost. It's hurting. <laughs> and she's wearing gloves, right? Like we can't see her frostbite hand. No, you can't see her frostbite hand. Uh, so you heal 2d8 plus 4, so that is 6, 9, 13 points. Oh, thank god. Thank you. You're quite literally a lifesaver. <laughs> well, and Lydia, like, looks at her bell very disappointedly and just says, um, at least it's the least I can do. Now there's four other fuckers on this boat. 
as you she say says that. loud enough yeah. for them to hear. <laughs> yeah, that that panic spikes a little bit as you say that. Um, it seems to be coming from somewhere uh, somewhere in the hold. Um, you start to like you know make your way down the stairs. Uh, there's a couple of things that you notice. First of all, um, there is a way to well. Hold on, let me double check my map. It's right in front of me. I can see it and everything. Yes, that's right. Okay. Uh, at the bottom of the stairs, um, you can see light filtering down from the hole from the deck above. Uh, and then off to the right, um, there is a pile of what appears to be snow and ice. Uh, but there is some glistening from underneath it, uh, kind of a, a shiny uh, a, a shiny gold uh, sort mm -hmm. of glisten underneath the ice. Um, but behind you is where uh, those blips on your uh, radar are coming from. You turn around, you see that there is a door uh, that has been shut and like there are there are claw marks from where the troll was trying to smash it down can I as a fear tactic mm -hmm. grab the troll head okay <laughs> is can can I try to kick this door open yes yes you can <laughs> Uh, make me an athletics check. Okay. Uh, <laughs> guidance. Ugh, guidance, thank you. Uh, okay. Uh, let's use my 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 shit. Wish dice. Uh, blue dice for ice. Okay, that's very good. I'll still use my guidance to make it extra cool. Um, that's the two. Uh, I'm using my fingies to count. Uh, <laughs> that is a total of 25. Oh my goodness. Amazing. Boom! That door goes flying across the room. You hear it slam into the opposite wall. Um, as, as, as soon you as like... The... Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> well, I mean, like, t tell me, tell me how you enter this room. I want the door to do what's that, but as soon as it does that, I want to throw the troll head in there. Oh my god, okay. Um, so you throw the troll head into the room. Uh, it goes kind of rolling a little bit. Um, it's slack jaw, just kind of flopping. Uh, and as you do so, um, you see four you see four javelins come out of the darkness and just go and like one of them, maybe one of them barely hits the troll head, but most of them just kind of like almost stick into the ice and then like flop off to the side. And then you hear, oh no, we're completely <laughs> I can't see anyone, right? Uh, well, you have dark vision now, thanks yeah. to your very good friend Lydia. Um, you look into, you look into what appears to be the water storage, um, and you can tell because uh, all of the uh, barrels have like swelled uh, and like the lids have kind of popped off as um, all of the water has completely frozen solid, uh, and yeah, it, water expands as it freezes, um, <laughs> but uh, kind of hiding and shivering behind um some uh overturned barrels uh you can see four sets of eyes uh and some reptilian claws kind of like peeking over um the the wood of these barrels who are you 
<laughs> what are what are Hart, Lydia, and Wesloy doing as this is occurring? <laughs> as Corey traumatizes these people. Yeah, it's just <laughs> using the last of her sea invisibility because it's up for an hour. Um, just to make sure that there's no one else lurking about. She's sort of surveying everything around the ship. Um, and and that's what she's up to. Hart sure. is, uh, like, he's just standing there, like, if anybody's going to start shit, like, that, like, central star in his chest that he usually pulls, like, a flame blade or the flaming sphere just looks like it's ready to go at any moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Wes Westlaw is just standing in a shadow, ready to back back up whoever makes a move. All right, um, Lydia, uh, you you you. I, I feel like you're someone with uh, a lot of passive. You and Hart both have the same passive perception. Um, however, he's more drawn to like combat. I would say right now. Uh, and after spending an entire combat, like, you know, trying to toll the dead and that not necessarily procking off, I feel like Lydia has her mind on other things at the moment. Um, you're kind of drawn to this pile of ice. Um, and as you, as you approach, um, you take your gloved hand, you kind of like move some snow out of the way. Uh, and you can see that like this ice is actually perfectly transparent and peering in, you can see just piles and piles of gold underneath under the ice mm -hmm. gold treasure uh scrimshaw various things uh you you can I, I think you can even um as uh the daughter of an adventurer's shop owner um you can recognize that some of these items kind of have the the look of magic about them uh, and as you're looking at this, you you hear a, a, a ruckus behind you as that door flies open, um, and we'll cut back to Kawori, uh, who is harassing uh, what turns out to be four kobolds uh, hiding uh, behind um, some barrels. Uh, you shout, "Who are you?" Uh, mm -hmm. And like all of them disappear. Uh, you know, they got like, they all have those eyes that kind of sit on the top of their heads like yeah. crocodiles, yeah. Uh, and they all like whoop, 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 and they all disappear a little bit. You can hear some rummaging around. Um, I know there's four of you in here. Um, <laughs> um, there, there is a, a, a movement and, and kind of like a clumsy jerk as you see um, a, 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 a like a, a very tall figure, kind of like come come up from behind. Are these three barrels. four cobbles in a trench coat? <laughs> they are wearing a trench coat. Uh, and the top one is doing its best to convince you. Like, Four? I, I have no idea what you're talking about. I, you I, gave me such a scare. I can literally sense four of you in that trench coat. I, I sense I don't understand what you're talking about. What are you and, doing here? Sweet pea, start, get the shit. Let's get out of here. <laughs> what are you doing here? I can hear you. Uh, give me an intimidation check with advantage. <laughs> uh, I have plus zero, so. <laughs> Can I use strength instead of my charisma? I'll let you have it for this okay. one. Okay. I mean, it's not that much more. It's a nine. <laughs> okay. Um, 
this this goes on for a little while um where like you know they kind of like stumble forward and like you know obviously like they're doing like them over yeah yeah they're doing like the muppet thing like uh like oh wow like you know trying to like pass themselves off as a person uh and then you just literally shove them over and they all go tumbling and they're like scatter (laughs) and they all like just start running and bumping into walls and things i'm not going to hurt you if you don't hurt me but I will cut your head off like that troll. If you try anything. <laughs> okay. Um, these guys seem to be in quite a panic uh, with Kaori talking to them. Um, She's not Claudia. Kaori might need some help uh, on the um, diplomacy side of things here. Lydia, this isn't my type of diplomacy. Uh, Lydia will kind of brush some snow over... Um, the little br- brush some snow back over the ice and um, leave one of her um, just like something from her spell bag, like a little twig of rosemary or something on it uh, and go uh, to the room with Kawori and just sort of look up at the trench coat wearing cobalt and just, They've, they've been tipped over into okay. a, a panicking yeah. scramble at this point. Okay, okay. Everybody calm down. Hello. Is anyone hurt? Are you guys doing okay? First of all, I'm Lydia. And you are? And she'll like wait for an introduction from... Sure. Uh, I, I imagine that you're speaking placatingly, like uh, all of them are kind of scrambling about. Um, these guys are the Icewind variation or variant of kobolds. Um, if anyone here is, fa- well, I'm, I guess like Wesloy would probably be familiar with uh, like a, a, a Forgotten Realms kobold, uh, which is like scaly and kind of knobbly and like has a lot of sharp uh uh, a lot of sharp edges to it and then of course like the the cute little puppy nose um the icewind dale variant of kobolds i am going to say uh kind of lean towards the uh white uh and gray uh end of the color spectrum uh, with kind of like a, a, a mottling that looks a little bit like stone. Um, and they all have uh, slightly larger eyes uh, and kind of flatter heads uh, a little mm. bit and also fatter tails, uh, a little bit more gecko and a little bit less crocodile. Um, and uh, I imagine as you're speaking placatingly uh, to at least one of them, uh, they find themselves getting kind of like backed up into a corner. Uh, and finally, like, like j- they just kind of like sit down and like cover their face uh, and shiver. Uh, and when you ask their name, um, this one looks up at you and says, uh, I'm Squeak. It's very nice to meet you, Squeak. Um, if you could just, if you all could just calm down just for a moment. Um, and then, is Heart still in Burning Star? As long as the time's there for it. But I think that if Burning Star sees these four little creatures, like, shivering from the cold, just create bonfire. Like, there's, like, a little bit of a flare-up, but then just, okay, like, heat source. Uh, Lydia will walk up to Burning Star. Um, now, Bur- is Burning Star wearing all of Hart's gear? 
So it is like a mask layer uh, where Hart normally is. Like you, like there's no tangible clothing or staff or anything. It's literally just like a cookie cutter with like a yeah. galaxy layer underneath. Right. Just his silhouette, basically. Would I be able to like reach into Hart's bag in the cookie compartment and take out cookies yeah. though? Yeah, okay. I would say so. So, like, ba basically, as you like pull, like, as as you like pull the cookies out of his bag, um, they go dark briefly for a moment and then just turn into regular cookies. Cool. Uh, so Lydia will take four cookies and and walk up and 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 offer one to to Squeak mm -hmm. and just say, "Here you go. You must be hungry." Uh, squeak like shivering uh, kind of like reaches up uh, and like takes the cookie uh, and then just like the moment that they have food in their hand um, like they forget to be scared for a moment and then they just kind of like sit there and look at the cookie like all interested uh, and then like now like cats all of the kobolds have like hearing like the treat bag crinkle uh, <laughs> they, they all forget to be scared and they all like their heads turn in unison towards you um, and you you see one come up and like sit down next to squeak uh and then another one sit down next to that one and then another one comes and sits down next to that one lydia um, will go down the line and ask for each of their names as she hands them their cookie and, and uh, your name uh one is squeak one is rasp one is growl and the largest one is sweet pea sweet pea cory will be like i'm sorry i squared you I thought they were enemies, my bad. <laughs> oh, that's Henry, okay. Thank you so much for the follow. And LB, thank you for the raid! Would you like to showcase what happens when somebody follows? Sure, sure. First, since we have raiders, I grab a shield. And then uh, I take this mall and I hit that guy in the face. Nice. <laughs> Um, you go down the line, the first one uh, introduces itself as Squeak, uh, the next one is Rasp, and uh, likewise has a much more raspy voice. Uh, there's Growl, who seems to be the grumpy one, uh, and then Sweet Pea um, just speaks monosyllabically uh, and has the, like, the deepest voice of all of them. Hello, my name's Kuori. I apologize for skidding you, I thought you were enemies but your troll has been dealt with. They all put their hands up and cheer. Yay! Yay! <laughs> uh, do you live here? Or are you just visiting? Yeah, what oh, are you yes. doing on the ship? We live here. We tend to the Duchess. Yes, yes, the Duchess. You, you, you tend to the Duchess. We serve her. Mmm, the Duchess, yes. Yeah. How long have you served the Duchess? Oh, gosh. I don't know if kobolds have that. Hmm. Well, let me see what their intelligence is. Uh, mm, they don't have a concept of time, really. Also, were these on the ship before? Nope. No, they were not. All right. These guys are new. That's what, that's what Lydia was trying to get <laughs> yeah. at. These scallywags did not belong here. They're squatters. Well, um, how exactly do you uh, serve the Duchess? Squeak, growl, rasp, and sweet bee. 
We do as she asks. Yes, yes, do as she asks. We protect the treasure. Mmm, the treasure. I know, Sadie. Uh, <laughs> um, okay. Well, um. Okay, so, um, okay, just to. Just so that you know, <laughs> Corey goes, Lydia, I don't want to kill them, but I feel like they're going to get in the way of us trying to I'm... get what we want. L Lydia will respond telepathically back to Corey. It's, it's okay. I have a plan. I have a plan. Yeah, telepathically. I forget I can do that. I'll do that telepathically. <laughs> so you see Lydia just like disassociate for a moment as she's responding to Corey. <laughs> um, uh, but um, so Okay, I want to be upfront as to why we're here on the ship with you all. We've been sent to secure the treasure and the cargo so that it does not get stolen and used for evil. Um, I understand that your job is to protect it. Our job is to protect it too by removing it from the ship. Is that okay? Um, they are watching you very intently. Um, you see like one of them, like the, one of their eyes, like, trail to like the cookie bag as you're talking and then like shake themselves out of it and look back at you again another one literally licks their eyeball as uh as you're talking <laughs> okay their so tongues are blue okay um wait a second i wouldn't know anything about blue tongues Ah, <laughs> that was doppelganger. <laughs> so they remove that meta knowledge from. But your tongue's always blue. I'm trying to decide whether it's more fun for them to be colorblind or not. <laughs> how do you, how do you speak to the Duchess? She speaks to us just as easily as we speak to you. Yeah. Where? Where is she? Uh, and like, like, like Growl, Growl says, like this, uh, and like turns to Sweet Pea, and the two of them just start going, <laughs> like crocodile noises coming out of their mouths. Uh, what is this, Duchess? Uh, I'm trying to remember, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to remember the thing that they, uh, I decided they would say about her. Um, very powerful. Very beautiful. Yes, but where? <laughs> Gone. She'll be back. Okay. Well. Then I suppose we wait for her to return. In the meantime, I'm going to just take a look around, okay? Okay. Cool. <laughs> She's going to turn around. <laughs> Lydia will go and get four more cookies from Hart. Uh, and, like, <laughs> she will just, like, say telepathically there to the other. There would only oven. be three more. There would only be, oh, because there's ten. Ten, yeah. ten, right? And there was four for <laughs> us, so, yeah. She will take two and divide them in half, leaving mm -hmm. one. Mm -hmm. In the thing. There's a and, single cookie left. And uh, we'll hand them out to continue to distract and placate our new mm -hmm. cobalt friends. Of course. Like, 
to investigate, please. All right. All right. What are you looking for, Corey? I'm looking for the charlatan and whatever other goodies this. Okay. This mistress hides. Um, I would like for you to roll. Okay. Well, uh, I'm going to say that some time passes as you all investigate the ship. Um, Eventually, um, Hart's uh, burning star would go down. Um, I want to get a roll from everybody on how they contribute to searching for the Shardlin. Um, I'd like, I like, I guess I'm getting an investigation from Kawori. Um, how, how else do, how does everybody else uh, contribute to this uh, search? Uh, Damn it. Guidance? <laughs> Anyone? <laughs> Lydia, Lydia could definitely give you some guidance if you're going off on your own. Please. She's going to stay with the kobolds and just like, um, just keep an eye. They do a little babysitting mm-hmm. type of situation. You could possibly roll a persuasion to, uh, to contribute by, you know, I'm babysitting. Good. I'm good at that. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> I rolled a 14 for investigation. Okay, 14 for Quarry. Oh, 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 that's good, that's good, that's good. Natural 19 plus 5 for 24. Nice. Oh my gosh, I love that. Okay. Um, there's a door coated in ice. Mm-hmm. Cast create bonfire and just let it sit for a minute, because that's how long it goes, and then just, like, be kind of, like, using the butt end of my quarter staff to try and, like, crack the ice on that's coated this door while getting that extra heat from the create bonfire right okay uh wesloy what are you doing um i think wesloy will because he because of his familiarity with said ship um Mm -hmm. he'll try to you know move things around to get you know, better access to things, maybe find those little hidey holes or whatever that all ships have, um, that kind of thing. All right. Um, what would you like to roll for that? Um, either history or athletics. Okay. Uh, do so at advantage because you've been here before and you're very familiar with this place. All right. And there may be a whisper or two to help you along the way. Okay, it's a good thing I have advantage. Hmm. Oh my goodness. Okay, even with advantage, um, I got 13. 13, all right. Um, It takes some time. Um, It takes about an hour uh, of heart uh, just re-upping the um, bonfire uh, on the icy door uh, in order to get through it. Uh, during that time, I imagine uh, Lydia is getting to know the kobolds pretty well uh, and keeping them placated. Uh, Kawori, you are just kind of wandering about, uh, and every now and then you cross over with Wesloy, uh, and the two of you are able to exchange some, um, some notes, basically. Uh, you're trying to deduce where uh, a... a, a you're trying to deduce where a treasure like this could possibly be. Uh, knowing that the captain's quarters have been sealed since the moment the uh, Duchess went down, uh, that's pretty good. Uh, that's a pretty good indicator of where it could possibly be. Um, um. There's a thing that Wesloy kind of says in passing um, that was 
that struck him as strange uh, and therefore, you know, just kind of got mentioned at some point. The Duchess always sat lower in the water than she should. Okay. Even when she was empty. Okay. Um, if, okay, I'll keep that in mind. And I'll do two things. If we think the captain's quarters is the best place to start, um, Corey's going to help Hart by just throwing firebolt because she has it as a cantrip at the door uh, to kind of crack off the ice. Not necessarily wait for it to melt entirely, but start uh, like cracking off ice, melting places where she can like just being a bit more forceful. Yeah, I see that. Okay. Um, Wesloy, I want to say um, at some point while you're wandering around uh, at at, at the bottom of the uh, (laughs) in the hold, um, at some point, um, you start hearing um, like <laughs> a, a shanty sung by um, a, a choir of voices um, that gets louder and louder uh, as you begin to walk towards a particular section. Uh, and then it goes silent. Uh, and then you look around, uh, you know, trying to trying to figure out where your old crew is trying to lead you. Um, when you notice a kind of a strange, like, triangular hole in the in the ground almost uh kind of off to the corner inside the hold uh and as you're like trying to figure out what that is exactly um you hear upstairs uh heart and quarry have finally broken through the ice uh and are getting at the door of the captain's quarters um we sh- i should still have dark vision so i'm gonna first we see uh, Westloy, and he says, you know, something like, well, thank you, lads. This is just about right. And <laughs> he, like, looks down in the hole with his dark vision. Mm-hmm. Uh, you peer down in there, um, and what you see um, is a, a whole lot of darkness, but... There is well, I mean, you have you have dark vision. Mm. Um, it's it's shining, like it's like if you could see the inside of a geode without opening it. Oh, sweet! Uh, it's made out of the thing. Uh, is the is the whole? Does it look like I can fit a palm in it and like lift nope. or pull? Much or smaller. It's, it's much about, smaller. About that that about that okay. big. All right. It's a triangle about the dime mm-hmm. size. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yep. Okay. Uh, but I, you said I did hear that they're cracking through the ice up top. Yep. Uh, the the ice has I you like I imagine like Kawori gives it like one last jab, mm-hmm. um, and she like gets a hand around the. Uh, around the handle uh and there's like a ka-chunk uh and you hear like very loudly the door opening um cory will say like as she's she's talking because of what Westloy had said to them about the, the duchess always sinking uh like being lower like laying lower because this is a thought i had 
before we did that scene. And I've learned in this game, say your thoughts out loud sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but Corey is uh, theorizing over the possibility of having secret cargo or something attached to the ship that's making it heavier. Mm-hmm. Uh, that could be what we're looking for. Um, to kind of heart, uh, just to kind of talk out loud to someone. <laughs> um, so it's possible we could be looking for like a key or like a map or blueprints here as well. What if it's like in the tummy? Like if you're like when you swim, you always swim with your like belly on the like towards the water, right? And then you go like this with your arms. So yes. like what if it's sinking because it's heavier in its tummy? That's what I'm thinking. The ship's Maybe have that's tummies. worth it. Well it's it I, has a hole that's kind of shaped like a tummy, yeah. I imagine this conversation was occurring while the two of you were just shooting gouts yeah. of flame yeah. into yeah. that door. Yeah. Uh but when we do get in there, Corey's gonna be looking for blueprints, uh, hidden keys, uh, gotcha. any information about the cargo of this uh, ship. Uh, you open up this door and you enter into a place that no living creature has entered uh, in years. Uh, the aft castle is taken up by one spacious cabin and frost covers every surface and every furnishing. Uh, and it even c covers the human corpse that is slumped up against the port side wall, its left arm draped over uh, part of a heavy chest that's tucked into an alcove under a staircase. The skeleton wears a jacket and a wide-brimmed hat that hides most of its skull. Under its right arm is a journal. The floor is strewn with empty wine bottles. You you go for the journal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it's the skeleton has got a huge treasure chest under its arm, and Kawari reaches for the journal. God, I love her. I got two hands. I can each one can reach for I can hold both. I can hold both. <laughs> All right. Uh, you look at the journal. Uh, you kind of have to like pry it open a little bit. It cracks a little bit as the the frost kind of flakes off. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, Wesloy, do you, do you come up, uh, come up to see what's going on in the captain's cabin? Uh, I'll say something along the lines of, well, lads, if you have anything to tell me, you better tell me now, because it sounds like I got to go. And he kind of, like, looks around for ghosts. <laughs> Silence. A little bit of squeaking. Uh, oh. Like a moose. Okay, like... Like animal squeaking, not boards creaking. Squeaking. Yes. Okay. All right. And I'm like, right then. And then he spins on a heel and heads up. Okay. Um, so Kaori is uh, starting to like open up this journal and look through it. Um, meanwhile, Wesloy and Hart uh, come trailing in after her and um, examining the room. Yeah, Hart's just sort of like looking around, sees a body. Nobody's freaking out about it, so he just assumes that's where it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Corey telepathically is going to tell Lydia what they found. Um, and then as Wesley walks in, while simultaneously reading the book, putting the treasure chest on a desk and trying to open it with another hand. <laughs> and just Corey, be like, did you find multitask anything? Queen. 
Yeah. Or rather, uh, Lydia, when you're contacted, uh, you are busy reading a bedtime story to the kobolds and they are all fast asleep. Oh, I'll do that. I'll, I'll do that, uh, that, that parent thing where I like carefully shuffle them off of my lap and stand <laughs> up and test the floorboard for squeakiness before I step on it and slowly walk out of the room extinguishing the candle and closing the door ever where you like turn the door handle so that it doesn't click when you close it and just carefully walk out of the room to join everyone else gotcha um and did Corey say that uh she was gonna start reaching for the uh treasure chest as well the Okay. Um, I imagine your hand uh, sweeps away some frost um, and you can see that engraved into the, uh, the, the locking mechanism of this treasure chest, um, it says the mouse gets the cheese. What does the mechanism look like? Is it just a key? It's a lock. It's a pretty expensive one. It looks like it'd be hard to pick, but um, looking at the um, looking at Captain Rudolph, as Wesloy can tell you his name is, and also you can glean from his journal, um, he has a uh, he, he's got a gold chain around his neck, and at the end of that chain is a key with a rat skull uh, Im, 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 embossed into the uh, the head of the key. Give me the key. Somebody give me that key right there. He's holding it. There's a skull. There's gold. Yeah. Uh, Wesley will grab it and say, uh, and, and, and it almost comes out in the in the Cockney accent. And then at the last second, he says, pardon, Captain, I must uh, relieve you of this for a moment. And then he, mm -hmm. <laughs> he hands it over. Mm -hmm. Um. Corey. I'm gonna, I'm waiting for Lydia to open this thing because she oh, okay. is aware of treasures and stuff. I, also, gotcha. I am also aware of traps. <laughs> Walk in the room, <laughs> looking very tired. I wipe some like drool off of my arm <laughs> um, from where one of the kobolds had just fallen asleep and drooled. Um, okay, they're asleep for now, but. You know, we want things to stay friendly. We should be as quick as possible and maybe try to get some rest ourselves before this duchess reappears. Do that. Uh, there's this chest. Whoever wants to open it is free. My importance right now, the importance to me is not treasure right now. That's to find out where this shardlin is. Mm. So whoever wants to open this, be careful of traps. Here's the key. I'm going to read this journal. And she's going to unceremoniously just sit at the captain's desk and just say, uh, sorry, Wesley, I, I don't mean to be rude. <laughs> He's not uh, uh, about to get up and use it. I hope not. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and, um, and Wesley will uh, begin to investigate for traps. Okay. Give me and well, it, it sounds like. Oh god, I forgot Wesley was a rogue. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> He's such a gentleman, though. All right, and that is investigation. Mm -hmm. Okay, not my strong point. Oh, <laughs> bam! Though, Natty twenty. Yeah. Awesome. 
Um, I will say that you find no traps. Uh, it looks like it's a fairly straightforward, if very well-made lock. Um, the key should work just fine. But on a nat 20, uh, I will share some information with you once it's open. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, take that. As I'm, as I'm putting the key forward, I look at the rat skull. And I, mm -hmm. you know, I look off to, to nothing and think for a moment. Hmm. Ah, squeak. Hole. Mm -hmm. Key. Hmm. Mouse gets the cheese. Uh -huh. What? And, what? And, what? And then <laughs> uh, open the lock. Um, you have to, it, it unlocks smoothly, but you kind of have to force the lid open because it's still frozen shut. Uh, inside, uh, you find that there is a wooden partition that kind of divides this chest into two halves. Uh, one side is empty, except for a bunch of uh, wine-stained corks. It seems that this is where the captain kept his wine. Uh, and on the other side of the chest is uh, some gold, some silver, uh, a few tra tre treasures, uh, and a gray bag that smells of magic. Hmm. And you meet it, honey. Not sorry, Lydia. Smells of magic, you say? <laughs> yeah, Westmore just said what what he's seeing. I I, I imagine Lydia's head pokes over his shoulder, uh, and she's eyeing up that bag. Do Step I recognize <laughs> what it is? Uh, give me an Arcana check. Uh, while you're doing that, Wesloy, um, with your natural 20 investigation, um, you recognize there is a false bottom to this chest. <laughs> oh, but wait, there's Let's, more. <laughs> and, yeah, he'll... So, not terrible because I have a plus seven to Arcana, but I rolled a three for ten. Ten. All right. This is magic, definitely. Uh, if you had a little bit more time to spend with it uh, and compare it to your own uh, documents, you might be able to identify it at some point. Mm -hmm. uh, or if you came across somebody who had a magical way to identify it, such as with a spell called Identify. You can figure out what that is. I'm going to tell you because I don't care. Um, it's a gray bag of tricks, but don't uh, meta-knowledge that. Hush, hush. Noted. For, for note-keeping purposes, it's a lot easier to just know. Yeah. But wait. But wait. There's more. There's more. <laughs> uh, Wesloy, uh, you press into the special spot to make um, a uh, mechanism very smoothly uh, bring up a, uh, a little pedestal. Uh, and then this pedestal spits out a um, what appears to be a, another key handle. Uh, this one's just kind of... Um, ornate and squiggly and swirly and stuff. Uh, and when you grab it and pull it out, uh, instead of teeth in the head of this key, um, there is a wedge of cheese. Your captain really liked mice, didn't he? Did he? Is that a, is that a, was that a thing? He had a mouse motif? <laughs> I, I want to say that or he had cheese. like... You, you know what? Just see, you know like how captains... Yeah. yeah you know how I have cat. <laughs> 
how how captains will have like a monkey or like a parrot or something. I want to say this guy this guy had a rat. Ah, he he had the street urchin background. Yeah. I, I got it. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. uh, yep. He, he didn't. Was, he didn't. He, oh. I was gonna say he, he. I was gonna say he's a a, a radical pirate. He did indeed um, enjoy a rodent or two, uh, not on a stick or in a stew, but he carried one around. Oh. Uh, Do you know what this key might open? <sighs> As some perchance would happen, I just may have found where this key goes. Excellent. Leslie, you're amazing. Uh, let's put it up to uh, spirits of the sea. <laughs> like the uh, creepy yo-ho that happens sometimes around you? The very same. The mysterious man, like, it's like a pat to the back, but maybe a little <laughs> bit too hard. <laughs> And uh, he'll start walking out. Right. Uh, as you head back down into the hold, um, you start to hear um, the, uh, the the chanting of ghostly voices, um, like basically uh, the one of those call and response songs. Hmm. Um, and uh, as you approach uh, and you stick the key into the hole, uh, the chanting stops <coughs> once more. Uh, and am I the only one hearing it? Um, I want to. Everybody here has at least a little bit of sensitivity to this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say that there's kind of a weird, wi- uh, uh, a weird wind, uh, and uh, a, a very small, um, a, a, a hint of a song. Okay, uh, are, are, is that where we want to cliffhang? I have a better one coming up, okay. and I'm sorry. Okay. I know it's okay. been a while. Right. I need a break too. Yeah, um, right. um, okay. uh, you get that. You get that key into the hole. You turn it, uh, and with a kachunk, you can hear the whirring of a mechanism uh, as the door begins to open. Meanwhile, uh, Quarry, uh, you're you've gotten pretty good at splitting your. Um, you're splitting your attention between two different things, particularly when one of the other things is a book. Uh, You are learning all sorts of things about um, our good friend, Captain Rudolph. However, uh, as you're sort of skimming through it, uh, and as this door is opening, revealing um, a belly full of shining chardlin, um, you come across a particular... uh, passage in this journal that kind of raises the hairs on the back of your neck uh and i'm going to send it to you um <laughs> and uh, I'd, I like like you, I'd, I'd like you to read it for everyone to hear as um as as this is a a, a revelation that comes to you at the, at, at the same time as it's going to come to everybody else basically the damned white dragon is back circling above me like a vulture. I reckon she could carry this ship back to Luskan were she a mind to. <laughs> to die of starvation, bitter cold, or dragon. Choices, choices. 
The door opens, uh, you see the shining Shardolin, uh beneath you, uh, and then suddenly uh, there is the sound of something very heavy hitting the ice. Uh, you can hear cracking and snapping and straining of uh, wood above you as something makes the ship rock. Uh, the kobolds stir, uh, and you see one of them poke its little head up, and it goes, the Duchess is back. And that's where we're going to go on break. Oh, good. Oh, oh, no. oh, nice. Fantastic. Congrats, everybody. We're fucked. So with that, <laughs> we are going to try and be back in five to ten minutes. So don't go no place unless it's to grab a food, grab a drink, grab a friend. But before we head into our break, Liz, there was something that you wanted to say before we headed into break. Well, actually, since it is now past midnight on the East Coast, um, we... Do not have the opportunity to have you enter our giveaway for my work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, however, by, by all means, uh, there are going to be more in the future. So make sure if you really like um, limited edition custom art HyperX headsets to follow at Clever Plays on Twitter. And uh, you'll find out more when there's another giveaway. Yes, but... For now, we are going to be heading into our break, so we're going to try and be back shortly. Don't go no place, and we'll see you all shortly. All right, everybody. See you soon. Um, hello, everybody, and welcome. We have returned to the sounds of an ancient meanie pants dragon landing on the ship. <laughs> Liz, before we begin, you said that you had an announcement. I do have a quick announcement. So if you recall, uh, just a few minutes ago, um, I mentioned that my giveaway for Clever Play Studio in our new game, Operation Tango, had ended. Um, so while we were on break, I pressed the magical button on our uh, giveaway platform that drew all of the winners. Um, and I am pleased to announce, again, this is drawn randomly uh, and had no influence from me. Um, and I can normally we wait to announce uh, winners, but I can do this publicly because I do in fact know that friend of the channel and community member, Dom Henderson. Dwombo! Dwombo has won one of our custom limited <gasps> And I know he is in chat yes. currently, so congratulations. Yay! Um, but if you would like to be like Dom and enter or and win any future things, make sure to give us a follow. But congratulations, I'm so excited for you. <laughs> he did specifically say, I told you I have the winning ticket, which it turns out that he did. So thank you. And uh, yeah. Ah. Yay. Wings, take us away. All right, so uh, when we last left off, um, everybody was in the hold. Uh, you had used the cheese key to open up a secret mechanism to reveal the secret cargo of the Dark Duchess. Um, when suddenly over the howling wind, uh, you hear a flapping of titanic wings followed by the cracking of ice under the weight of something immense. A loud snort accompanies the sound of claws scraping against the ice-glazed timbers. The voice of what can only be a truly immense dragon fills the bowels of the ship. I smell warm flesh and hear the panic of beating hearts. Ready your spells, Malthorand. We have uninvited guests. 
Look, look at so happy, Stephen. I'm about to kill you. I know it's really hard. I just love this dragon as a as a player. <laughs> He's so starstruck. Yeah. You hear a dragon, a light on the ship. What He's got to go. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair enough. Um, I want to say that as this is occurring. Um, Wesloy, it's almost like it's just kind of background noise that's happening uh, to you because you are more interested in what is in the bowels of the ship in this secret cargo that you've opened. Um, you're a little bit starstruck yourself because you didn't know what was down here. Only the captain did. And suddenly uh, the the mystery of what was like haunting you all this time like what did the whole crew die for just a bunch of black shiny rocks um and as it turns out uh the crew is all standing around you all looking down into the hole hold uh and like basically kind of having that same quiet moment of like realization like this is what it was uh, <laughs> um. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, I guess I'm, I'm looking back and forth to all of them and yeah, I don't think he, I don't think he says anything. I think we kind of just see him standing there looking at the, the ghostly figures and down at the rocks. Um, and mm -hmm. Yeah, I I don't think I don't think he'll, you know, unless something occurs, it'll just be that moment until something shudders, shakes, or bellows mm -hmm. to, to uh, kind of exactly. bring him out of it. I you, think you that... snap out of it and become uh, fully aware of the situation that you're in. Yeah. To the, the next thing Corey was gonna do might snap him. She's gonna go to the secret compartment, close it, and take the key. <laughs> okay. Uh. And just say, this is not good, this is not good, this is not good. <laughs> and she starts, like, going through, like, her own spell books, like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. Uh, meanwhile, you can feel the weight of the ship beginning to shift as something prowls closer to that hole in the deck. Uh, and you can see uh, the shadow uh, of an enormous uh, bat-winged figure beginning to fill the the light uh, that is streaming down into the hold. Guys, I don't think I can fight a dragon. I don't think so either. Uh, I am not looking my hardest right now. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, this is the episode where Janae kills us. Uh, it's the one where she kills you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> shit. I, <laughs> I am panicking. That's I, fair. I, Corey, I, I remember how I said that we should just not have plans and, and, and fly by the seat of our pants. I, <laughs> I, I, um, I, I, I see now the error of that way as well. <laughs> um, uh -huh. We, uh -huh. we uh -huh. couldn't plan for this. <laughs> I um, I, I I don't know what it is that we should do. Uh, we can try to uh, talk to the Duchess, but I don't know if she'll listen. 
Um, I'm not that persuasive. Um, uh, Our job was to find the ship, right? And secure the Shardolin. Well, we know who secured it. <laughs> how much? Okay, so how much Shardolin is there? First of all. It's Basically, it fills the entire, like, bottom build. of the ship. Okay, the so build. I cannot shove it into my bag yes. of holding. <laughs> nope. No, you could not. Probably take, like, you could a get a, a, a good amount of it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. Um... I don't know if anybody's listening to surface thoughts, but in Westloy's head, he's pretty much—he pretty much is saying, "I'm pretty sure I can get out of this, but you lot are fucked." Cores him a hate, and he—he he, he like feels bad about it. He's literally like, "Oh." <laughs> Oh, plus. Uh, can I uh, reach out with my psi crystal and look at the surface thoughts of this creature? You you want to do that, huh? Yeah. He doesn't, and they don't know. Okay. Um, she smells something. And it's not like those uh, dwarf creatures that she ate earlier. Yeah. Something fresher. Mm -hmm. She kind of uh, chuckles to herself as she remembers, oh yeah, those dwarf creatures thought that uh, I couldn't see them. It doesn't matter if I can't see something. Smell I'm half blind as it is. Koi will like repeat that into Lydia's brain and into hearts and into Wesley's. Lydia doesn't have the spells for quick escape. Oh. <laughs> uh, I have, okay, I'm gonna, real quick, as a player, I'm gonna tell you all the spells I have. You tell mm -hmm. me we have better ideas of what to use. I sure. have animate objects, arcane eye, eye carrying lock. Blur, confusion. Confusion could be a good one. Uh, conjure elementals. Eh. Detect magic, disguise self. Hallucinatory terrain could be, also be a good one. Illusionary script. Invisibility. Doesn't matter. Levitate, magic missile. Uh, mirror image. Mislead could also be a good one. Uh, phantasmal force. Phantasmal killer. Seeming, sending, silent image, and slow. As a player, mm -hmm. I also would like to remind you, Satan... Legendary resistances are a thing. Mm -hmm. So even for spells like confusion, she very have to high let list. herself be confused. <laughs> Mirror image would probably be your best bet because that's on yourself and makes you harder to hit. But the only thing she... I can think of um, is I can I can put up my tiny hut and she can't get in for eight hours, but she could just wait. Hey, that's. Uh, well, give us more time to plan, though. We need to run. We need to run. We need to run very fast. Uh, shit. Um. I'm good at running. And I could. 
Wesley and Lydia would both be able to ride on my back. And do that. Well, okay. I have to say, I might um, not take you up on that. I plan to stay here. I'll uh, I'll Wesley. cause a distraction. And so you plan to die. No, you can't sacrifice yourself for us. I can distract and try to join you later. How about how about this? You leave with heart. I will cast um mirror image on myself. It'll be harder to hit, but I can run. Okay. You, you can't outrun that. <laughs> that flies. <laughs> You can't outsneak it. The best you can do is hope that I can keep her busy while you get away. But this is where I was meant to die. I I will just join the crew. It's okay. That's not okay, Leslie. And there is a possibility that I may be able to sneak away in the confusion. She's going to look at Westloy. Corey's <laughs> going to pick up Westloy by the shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> you listen to here. You better make it out of your life and I better see you again in a totally different scenario that I did not expect you to be in. Do you understand that? Or I will find you. And I will bring you back to life and I will kill you myself. <laughs> Someday in a pie shop or coffee house somewhere, yes, we will have a, a delightful bagel. Um. Um, I'm going to cast uh, on you, actually. Um... So, I'm going to cast, wait, no, that's not going to work, because, but, uh, let me see. I assume we're, we're loading your bag right now yeah, with as loading. much chartalin as we can. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Uh, okay. okay. Sure. I, I imagine, um, like, I, I know that you said earlier that you, like, shut the trap door and, like, lock it. Um, we can retcon that and say that you actually yeah. jump down in with the Shardolin. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, and that meanwhile, makes sense. Meanwhile, you can hear the dragon, like, kind of walking around and sniffing and, like, uh, sort of, like, musing to itself. Not really even to itself, but to the rider on its back which uh, at least two of you would know is a frozen corpse. Yeah. Uh, question. Mm, answer? Mm. If I were to blast a real big hole into this hole, would it sink? It's worth a try. Okay. Just wondering. Um... <clears throat> Lydia will take a moment as the Shardolin is being shoved into uh, Corey's bag of holding and just um, give Wesley the biggest hug 
and just say it's it, it's been an honor to get to know you, Wesley. And I meant what I said. That bowl of potato and and fish stew is is waiting for you. So you better come and get it. And as as like your, her hands uh, leave from around your back, you see a faint glow of this silver shimmer. Um, and she's she's gonna use vigilant blessing, so you have advantage on your next initiative roll. Damn, um, nice for you. Nice. Um, okay, so as we load the equipment, I want everyone to get ready. Because Corey's going to try and blow a hole into this hull. Huh. Uh, this part is underwater, though, right? Yeah, but I'm trying to sink the whole boat. Mm -hmm. um, so I need everyone to get ready. Because uh, um, we'll go like out of the trapdoor. Um. But if there is any weakened spots that they can see, I'm going to start blasting chromatic orb at it. All right. Okay. Um, what is everyone's plan going forward? Hart is going to use his last wild shape uh, per short rest. But instead mm -hmm. of starry form, he is going to turn into an elk. Hmm. Okay. Nice. I like he's it. He's done it before uh, to help out his friends, and at least he knows like he's large enough. Kawori can hop on his back, and Lydia can hop on, and he has a fifty-foot movement speed. Uh, nice. nice. Like we can get awesome. the we can get the fuck out of dodge. Yeah. So I'm hoping maybe we can, as when Kawori makes this hole, we can jump through before it starts quickly sinking. Does mm -hmm. that make sense? Yeah, I hear okay. you. Okay. Um, Lydia's plan is to act as support through all of this? Yeah, just essentially trying to keep my eyes out, hopping on Hart's back as soon as he shifts to Elk, and just also sadly looking at Wesley. Okay. Um, um, I was going to say before heart turned like right before heart turns into an elk he also wanted to give wesley a hug and just say there were so many more questions that i wanted to ask you and i didn't have enough time but when i see you again even if i have found the answers i'd still like to have a conversation tea and pie my friend tea and pie have a great day wesley and heart will kind of just like ruffle his hair a little bit and then like as he turns his body just like stretches into a fucking <laughs> yeah. large animal that's awesome uh, oh. blasting chromatic orbs at this shit so it's and, two right. Westboy's okay. plan mm -hmm. grab the anchor chain <gasps> and try to get it around the dragon oh okay alright I'm liking this okay Cool. Awesome. Um, we're going to go ahead and roll some initiative. Uh, and we're going to call this a skill challenge. Mm -hmm. Okay. Four. Four. 
even <laughs> even with advantage, I only got 14. Oh my gosh, you guys. Mm. Uh, okay. You're muted, by the way, Indoor. Yeah, I said I have to check on this because hearts... Oh. Um, because when he changes into a beast Now he's form, an elk. Yes, I have less initiative as an elk than I do as a wood elf. So it's it's still good. It's still a 17. But if I had waited, it would have been a 20. Mm. Just impatient. Is bokeh. All right. <clears throat> so um, this gets kicked off by Kawori, who um, starts like blasting into the into like the I'll say that there's like probably a a bit of the ship that like uh it, it must have run aground uh against mm -hmm. an ice flow at some point mm -hmm. um so like there's like pretty clearly some parts of the ship that like have uh broken open or like have like a weakness to it um so you start blasting at that particular area mm -hmm. um and when you start doing that with your chromatic orbs um the dragon reacts violently um and the whole ship sort of like rocks off to the side um and lydia and Corey are kind of like uh knocked off of balance um and this explains why you have such low initiative here um Hart, you're at the top of the initiative. What are you doing? So Hart is surveying the area. Um, Lydia or Corey has blasted the hole. That is correct. Mm -hmm. um, he is going to go over to Lydia and gently using his antlers as possible wants to like scoop her up onto his neck and then like kind of like pop his neck back so she slides down onto his back and then go near Kuori so that way she can like legolas arm and like swing her way up on and just fucking dart out of this place love it all right awesome. so what would that be um I call it an acrobatics or athletics. All right, I'm going to do athletics because I am not an acrobatic elk. That is a different <laughs> character. Pretty sure that's my brother. Um, 15. 15 is going to be good. Uh, you managed to scoop up both of your friends, uh, and though they are both caught off, a little bit off guard, um, before they know it, you're already heading up those stairs. Um, the dragon's head snaps towards you uh, as you do so. Uh, it seems that she has become aware of the intruders. Um, she says... Um, well, we know how to deal with thieves, don't we, Melthorond? And uh, she comes running at you. Uh, Wesloy, it is your turn. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> as my feet for fourth level, I took squat nimbleness. And that's why I can, uh, why I can keep up with Corey and them, because I'm faster than most people. Uh, people of my race and I also have advantage on acrobatics and athletics checks Ooh, so, I love it so um, I figured living in the north living lean and, and, and having to be such a uh, you know physical uh, action hero type I figured squat nimbleness sounded awesome um, 
and um, yeah, so I basically I'm kind of waiting in ambush to snag the anchor chain and and try to leap over uh, her, uh, him, it, they, um, and and try to like do like a loop around its neck and hold All the right. chain and basically, you know, jab a dagger through the chain or something to try to keep her here so that they can at least get a head start. Cool. Uh, roll for me. All right. And we'll hit. Oh, my goodness. Come on. That's better. Whoo. Uh, un unnatural 20. Mm, Dirty 20, it. as it were. Um, Super good. All right. Um, as she jerks to pursue Hart and the others, uh, suddenly there is a chain about her neck. How about uh, you? And, <laughs> and uh, she snaps against it. Uh, and uh, you feel the entire ship rock uh, with the force of her body uh, coming to the end of this chain. Um, this is a gargantuan creature. Um, so she is quite large. Um, as she does so, you can see uh, the body on her back rock dangerously. Uh, and you see her like turn and like look at it uh, and kind of like gingerly try and nudge it back into place. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, Lydia, it's your turn. Seeing this, um, Lydia will immediately turn around from Hart's back and cast Guiding Bolt at the dragon. Okay. Um, at third level. All right. So I'm going to do that. Do, do, do. <laughs> Please don't fail me now. That's not bad at all. Um, so plus seven. 26. Nice. Um, now I'm going to roll it in the app because that's a lot of dice. Um, for 16 radiant damage, which for 66 is not a lot. Mm. There's quite a few ones in there, but um, the next attack also has advantage. On All right. Um, okay. Uh, so. You guys are up on the deck of the ship by now. You can still kind of see this dragon thrashing about uh, through the hole in the deck. Um, Lydia has just lit up the dragon. Kaori, what do you do? Uh, I'm making that hole in the side of the uh, boat bigger. Make sure it sinks. Okay. All right. Um... So you're gonna send another chromatic orb mm -hmm. into the in, yeah. in okay, all right. And, um, um, oh, um, can I? Sorry, just I remembered something as soon as I put a bite of food in my face. Um, as my bonus action, uh, Lydia mm -hmm. is going to use her telepathy to scream at the kobolds to get off the ship. <laughs> The sleeping babies, she is okay. going to yell at them telepathically to get off the ship. Fair enough. Okay, I get uh, you. <laughs> so, question. Mm -hmm. Can I... No, I cannot. I answered my own question. Uh, 
so I'll yeah I'll just throw another uh uh chromatic orb at this thing. Okay. Uh, 16. I chose a dice. I couldn't actually see what it said. <laughs> 16 to, to hit. All right. Yep. That'll do it. Um, you do more damage to the hold of the ship. Um, you see uh, thick black icy water begin to uh, pierce uh, and, uh, and and fill uh, the belly of the Duchess. Um, <laughs> Arviaturus is fucking pissed uh, that she's been uh, attacked. And um, also the uh, the radiant bolt that uh, Lydia, the, the guiding bolt that Lydia sent off towards her, uh, scuffed the saddle a little bit. Um, so after making sure that uh, Melthorond is uh, steady on her back, um, you, she turns around and her uh, milked over cataract filled eyes uh, are filled with rage as well uh, as she uh, comes rushing towards you uh, not uh, paying any mind to the chain around her neck uh, athletics check from her <laughs> okay um with a dirty 20 um she reaches the end of the chain and the uh there is a terrible scraping sound as uh she starts to take win uh wing heart hops down the 10 feet onto the flat ice uh of the moving sea and just is running as fast as his elk legs can take him um and we see behind him uh the ice is beginning to crack and kind of turn on its side the duchess is grinding downwards um and the dragon comes up and out of the hole in the deck uh and is dragging it uh by the anchor chain uh just basically uh ripping the deck to shreds there is shining chardolin just being scattered into the waters below um and at some point, um, she like gets clotheslined again. Uh, as Wesloy, um, you see your uh, your fallen crewmates have like risen up out of the ice, and their skeletal arms are digging into the hull of the Duchess and pulling back to draw her down into the depths with them, um, and. Uh, where where are you as this is occurring? So I was like on the chain and I like jammed uh, a dagger through the chain to kind of like make it a clasp. Um, I'd like to swing up and being the small creature I am, I uh, would like to run down her neck and tackle the rider. Like, oh my God. Totally just like blam, like body smash into him. <laughs> Try to try to unsaddle him as it were. And okay. Luck be damned if uh, if we fall to the murky water below. I at least took him with me, and I'm hoping oh. that 
with her concern, she'll be distracted. <laughs> okay. Fuck. All right. I'm giving it to you. Um, the uh, <laughs> you 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 tackle the 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 icy corpse uh, off of her back. Uh, she shrieks in rage and fear. Um, it, it turns into something. Uh, it like it really turns into something that's a lot more desperate than what you heard before. Uh, and it's just Melzerand <laughs> uh, and. <laughs> You go uh, down back onto the deck of the uh, the sinking Duchess, uh, and you see her turn around and like give you those eyes, uh, <laughs> and um, this this fucking dragon just turns around and jackknife dives into the deck of the Duchess and poof, uh, absolutely just cracks her in half. Uh, the you see the aft castle and um, the forecastle both go straight up into the air and begin to sink below the waves uh, as the rest of you continue running. Uh, Wesloy, uh, there is a moment um, where you are like it, like everything goes dark for a moment, uh, and uh, suddenly you're standing inside of the geode. Uh, and Captain Rudolph is next to you. Uh, and he just kind of puts a hand on your shoulder and he says, one way or another, we all died when the Duchess went aground. And uh, I think Wesley, um, yeah, I think he'll just sort of uh, look up and then just start Farewell and adieu, my fair skinned lady. And he looks about at the crew, and they all start up too. Mm -hmm. And yep. uh, yeah, as we head down. So there it is. All right. Awesome. Um, the Duchess goes under, uh, and Hart, you continue to run and run and run uh, as the, the ice is, continues to crack underneath you as you go um, and it eventually turns calm for a moment. Do you keep running or do you stop to look back? I never stop running. Are you kidding me? Fuck everything that just happened behind me. Whales exist. This dragon is back. Westloy is falling. I am in charge, like, I'm the driver. I don't, I'm, the cool guy can't look at explosions right now because I might hit something that causes all of us to sink underwater. Just go. I, I will say that Lydia um, has, because uh, the detect thoughts is, uh, I believe I can do it up to 120 feet, I think, I think. Let me double check. You've gone so much farther than 120 oh. feet by this point. Yeah. I move well, 50 feet around, and if I'm using a full oh, round action, geez, that's, that's like yeah, 10 that's seconds, yeah. we're out of there. Yeah, yep. um, for sure. But just I, looking, at the, looking at the ship, she's going to take a moment and clasp her um, raven symbol and just say a prayer for Wesley to the Raven Queen. Okay. Uh, I can't think of a better place to leave off than Hart uh, running across the vast white expanse that is the sea of moving ice away from the sinking wreckage of the Dark Duchess uh, as we hear uh, a soft sea shanty off in the distance uh, joined by a multitude of voices. That's where we'll leave off. 
thank you so much for running this fantastic game oh my god that's where we have to call it for tonight's session as well as gb thank you so much for being an excellent guest on this wesley had better come back or else i will personally <laughs> drive to michigan it's an incredibly far distance for me <laughs> yes, but i'll do it and i'll give you a hug oh yes but I always enjoy whenever we can have these folks on this channel. Wings, where can we find you? What do you do? I always forget that I'm first in these things. Hi, everybody. I'm Wings, also known as Danae Keener. You can find me at DanaeKeener.com. I do nerdy drawings, mostly related to D&D &D and a lot of things on this channel. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter at Danae Keener or at Flailing Wings. Um, Danae Keener is my professional art twitter and uh flailing wings is my bullshit twitter so if you want bullshit go to flailing wings and if you want uh art that's you know go to danae keener i also keep my streaming schedule there i'm probably gonna have to start moving things around things are things are a shifting things are a changing very much like the moving sea itself uh but i will get on, right on that uh and uh go check out danaekeener.com hi everyone my name's satan i got a lot of feels um <laughs> I have so many feelings. Um, but uh, you can find me on Twitter at AllisonVamp. Uh, TP is down below in this awesome overlay. Um, you can also find me here uh, Sunday nights with these amazing people, this lovely GM, uh, as well as Thursday nights playing Mask Generation for the next few weeks at least. Um, you can also you can find me over at Belgium Saturday uh saturdays playing dragon age for the next three weeks it'll be a season finale next month we'll come back at plot hunters uh with a new season uh with uh, some underground underdark goodness and sunday mornings you can find me over at the hive goblin exactly 12 hours before this show starts i'm dming my friends at 10 a.m est <laughs> um <laughs> But other than that, uh, you can still find me here once a month on Wednesdays playing uh, Lilith, my vampire mobster, which soon might be once a week Thursdays. Uh, but yeah, go follow me on Twitter if you want to see some bullshit stuff, my art, and that's me. <laughs> Thank you for that call. Uh, oh, hi, everybody. It's, it's me, Liz Mac, uh, or at LizMacD22 on Twitter, because I'm in a constant battle with someone who hasn't used their account in eight years and won't give me their account name. Uh, um, but anyways, you can catch me here every Sunday night playing our dear Lydia. Um, other than that, if you'd like to keep up with me, and things are kind of crazy right now. I'm launching a video game in two and a half weeks. Uh... So um, if you want to check it out, it's Operation Tango. It is now available to wishlist on PlayStation, on Steam, on Epic Games, um, and Microsoft tomorrow. Um, and it'll be launching June 1st. You can follow us at Clever Plays on Twitter. Uh, and you can also check out jabroni.tv for some amazing other streamers that... Uh, that stream and we make YouTube content together. Our series right now is Pokemon Showdown edited by our very own Cyberwolf1201. He's been doing an amazing job with it. So if you'd like a little bit of Pokemon and laughter in your life, check it out on our YouTube and uh, DanaeKino.com. I'm assuming that's me, Greybeard. <laughs> Greybeard uh, Tavern. Uh, 
check me out on Thursdays during the mass game, Wednesdays once a month during Monster Noir, uh, both here. I can be found on Tuesdays at 5 p.m. for happy hour at the Old Timer Tavern, where uh, Lantern Noir and I take our 85 combined years of gaming experience and uh, answer questions and talk about D&D and other games and all that. You can find that also. Uh, if you don't join us on Twitch, don't watch the VOD. You can find it on YouTube over at Lantern Noir and or podcasts, wherever podcasts are uh, located for you. Um, other than that, Sunday mornings, I have my own show and I play with toys and we... Um, try to play a video game occasionally i uh, this week was um <laughs> was grifflands we're almost done with that and we'll move on to something else also uh look now for over on my youtube channel i did a couple of videos now for cryofall that should be posted tomorrow afternoon or so if you want to start out and figure out how to play cryofall that's me i'm trying anyway it for me gb and if you've made it this far, you probably already know who I am. But if you don't, hey, Corns, what's up? It's me, your buddy, your pal, your friend, the Indoor Adventurer, the showrunner here at twitch.tv slash Indoor Adventures. We do shows like this on Monday and Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, as well as on Sundays at 7 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time. If this is your first time joining us, you can go to youtube.com slash Indoor Adventures to check up on all of the VODs of each of the games that we have played up until this point, including full playthroughs of Curse of Strahd, Ghost of Salt, Marsh, Waterdeep, Dragon Heist, Tomb of Annihilation, Tyrant Security, and many, many more to come but speaking of things that are being made available for free we are going to be going into our patreon supported after show called knights in the courtyard where we answer questions not only from each other but also from the community so if you have any questions that you would like to ask myself or any of these other fine folk feel free to join us again at patreon.com indoor adventures i will post the link in the description of the twitch the discord all of those other places it's a great time. Again, you don't need to uh, be a patron in order to get that after show. It's just helpful because Adobe prices are silly sometimes. So consider becoming a patron today. You'll also get access to a decent amount of homebrew content. Uh, I am in the process of making more. As always, I just need to sit down and do it because that's the most difficult part. But for now, we are going to be going into that after show. So I'd like to once again say thank you to Danae for running this game. Thank you to GB for playing such an incredible character. I fucking hope Wesley comes back. But if not, down part of the ship, part of the crew. And I understand that. So love you guys. And we'll see you all next week. All right, everybody. Bye-bye.